0: So what kind of properties do you guys lend on? What
1: makes you stand out amongst other lenders?
0: What regions are you focused on? What's the
1: weirdest loan you have to process?
0: What are you seeing in the market?
1: What are your preferred loan parameters? Tell
0: us about your underwriting process.
1: How did you get into the lending space? This is Bips, your peek into the lender landscape, where we get into the minds of leading commercial real estate lenders to understand their perspective of the market, what they lend on, and how to get deals done. I'm Kimberly Zagler and your host. And this is my co-host, my older and wiser brother, Yahoo Zhar.
0: Wait, wait, were you being sarcastic?
1: Today, we're here with Ran Eliasov. Ran is the founder and managing partner of the Northwind Group, a real estate private equity firm founded in 2008. Ran oversees all company activities, including deal origination, acquisitions, development, construction, asset management, loan servicing, management, property management, leasing, financing, and disposition. Since Northwind's inception, RAND has been involved in the development, acquisition, and financing of over $2.5 billion worth of real estate. From 2010 to 2016, under RAND's leadership, Northwind concentrated on the acquisition and the development of income-producing assets held by long-term owners, predominantly in Manhattan. During this time, Northwind acquired almost 2 million square feet of real estate. In 2017, recognizing a peak in the Manhattan market, RAND developed Northwind's lending platform. Additionally, in 2016, Northwind developed a strategy of investing in and providing financing for healthcare and senior living opportunities. Prior to founding Northwind, Rand co-founded and served as the CEO of EXRE, the real estate investment platform of one of Israel's largest family offices. Rand is a retired captain in the Israeli Navy and sits on the board of American Friends of Natal, a nonprofit aiding people suffering from PTSD. RAN received an LLB in international law and a BA in finance from IDC in Israel.
0: RAN has financed various deals through their lending platform in the form of acquisition, bridge, condo inventory, distressed, rescue, non-performing loans, and other special situation financing. On the equity side, RAN recently financed Seven Hanover, a million square foot office building in Fidei.
1: RAN, we're very excited to have you on today. Thank you so much for joining us.
0: Thank you. It's my pleasure.
1: RAN. So last month, news broke that Northwind launched a big debt fund targeting special situation loans in the New York City area. The $220 million fund will make loans for acquisitions and construction, as well as bridging condo inventory loans. Can you tell us a little bit about this?
2: Sure. It's a very natural progression for us. We've been lending in New York in the last three years. We like New York. We believe in New York long term. Obviously, we're living through incredible, unprecedented times. Mm -hmm. And as such, there's certain pain points in the market. And we as prior owners and developers of real estate, we think we have the capacity to underwrite and understand certain transactions and actually come up with very flexible and creative financing solutions to allow sponsors, borrowers to make it through this current cycle and current crisis and come out the other side with minimal pain. It's not easy out there for certain type of properties right now, and we think as long as the property is in a good location and the sponsor is creditworthy, we will be able to give them a very good solution. Now, we're seeing a lot of interesting transactions right now, a lot of condo inventory loans. We're actively providing term sheets right now for condo inventory loans. Again, I think New York will rebound, but it's going to take some time. I think the market, even before COVID, was not in a great place. We've seen a lot of oversupply in certain asset classes and certain markets. So, you know, I think lenders right now need to be cautious, but eventually with a good eye on on seeking the right opportunities. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So lending heavily on condo inventory. And you also mentioned, you know, the market a little bit before COVID. What's your perspective on the bounce back and, you know, some of that condo inventory getting picked back up? What are you thinking or what are you expecting on the timeline and process for that?
2: Well, I think nobody has a crystal ball, and it's very hard to underwrite right now. My opinion is that it's going to take a year for things to get cleared up and for the inventory that's currently really stagnant to start getting off the market and transactions getting done in a faster pace. I mean, deals are being done every day, but we're very far from the velocity that we had in 2019. I think for us personally, we're going to try and avoid you know the ultra-luxury market. I think those deals are very hard to underwrite. But middle market transactions, condos in New York or in Brooklyn or in Long Island City that are selling for let's say sixteen hundred square foot in that range or less, a little bit less in you know, in the boroughs. Yeah. I think that market will be somewhat more resilient than the higher level luxury side.
1: Awesome. So let's take a step back. How did you get into real estate to begin with?
2: Almost by accident. <laughs> You know, I went to law school. Previously, I spent six years in the Israeli Navy. I was the captain of the ship, and I went to law school. And since I started school kind of late, I didn't want to finish my degree and have zero work experience. So I went to work as a personal assistant for a businessman who was an attorney and accountant and represented a lot of wealthy South African nationals. And he taught me the business. Wow. I showed him, learned me the ropes. You know, I started as his, you know, personal assistant, eventually became his right-hand man. And, and unfortunately, he passed away. No, very suddenly at the age of 55. Wow. From uh, an active Syria. Yeah. And that taught me, you know, we make, we leave plans, but, you know, we don't control the most important thing in life, right? Mm -hmm. What happens to the people we love?
1: 100%.
2: And then, you know, after that, things started to escalate. Some of his clients asked me to help them, and I helped them in real estate deals. And then one of them introduced me to their family office, and I joined the family office, and I ended up building a fund with them that invested in U.S. real estate. Mm -hmm. And, you know, kind of things went from there.
0: Cool. So you made a transition a little while ago, or, you know, an expansion from pure equity investments into the world of debt. What do you see that led you to that decision? Was it a long time coming? Or do you feel like it's the right time in the market? Tell us about that story. So
2: since we invest a lot of our own personal capital in deals, we always check, you know, like many other people, what's the risk adjusted returns and doesn't make sense. And for us, it was the firm was always in, in evolution mode. I mean, we started Early on in the city and doing you know heavy development deals ground up condo conversions, we did those between 2010 and 2013 and then we stopped doing those before because we felt you know land prices got to a certain price and construction costs increased and we just felt that it doesn't make sense. So we you know transitioned or evolved into you know doing income producing value add and then we stopped doing those in 2017 when we signed our last deal which you mentioned 700 per square. It's really the last building we bought an office building downtown. And since 2017, we just couldn't feel comfortable with pricing and underwriting values. And we felt it's safer for us to play in a different place in the capital stack using the same knowledge we've gained, underwriting equity deals, but now being at a lower place in the capital stack, you know, taking less risk and obviously making less of a return, but still being very happy with that return on a risk-adjusted basis. So that was our evolution. And it's not that we're not going to buy properties. We are looking in our equity arm Mm -hmm. for the right deals, but we feel very comfortable doing that. We think, you know, our background, I mean, my partner was a chairman of a large bank. Mm -hmm. We always felt comfortable in the lender seat. Again, it's loan to loan, right? Our loans are given and the goal is to put money out there, put it to work and see a a good enough return and get the money back and redeploy it again. Uh, It's not a replacement for our equity arm.
0: It's
2: a natural add-on.
0: Right. So let's dive into the specifics of that. You know, describe for us your ideal situation in terms of lending and what situation should our listeners think about you guys as a debt source? What types of deals, what regions, what sizes? is, et cetera?
2: Sure. So first of all, we're a New York-focused debt fund. We can do deals outside New York and in major gateway cities, but our core focus is New York. Yeah. And when I say New York, I mean it's Manhattan and the boroughs, Long Island City, we'll also look at Jersey City. And those areas. Size wise, I would say ten million to fifty million is the sweet spot. We can do bigger mm-hmm. and we can do smaller deals, but that's really the sweet spot. We're obviously not a bank, but I can say that we are competitively priced compared to other debt funds that I, I see in the market. We can go as low as L plus five for you know good property with a very good sponsor. And it's classic situations. It's classic bridge. Somebody needs more time to get his business plan together or he needs to replace his current lender for various reasons. We're very good in condo inventory. I don't see us doing many construction loans right now. We will do completion loans. So if a property is 80%, 90% complete and it needs to take out or replace the construction financing, so we could be a good candidate for that and come in and help them complete the project and take it through stabilization. We can also do MES loans. We can come behind an existing lender and provide additional proceeds.
0: Got it. And has that evolved a lot through coronavirus? Are you guys still lending in the current situation? Have you underwriting primers?
2: We have three term sheets out right now. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And we're working on a deal right now. We're hoping to close, let say in the next three days. So we're very active right now. I would say that probably like many other lenders, we're not going to deploy our entire fund in 2020. Let's put it that way. And we're probably going to save some right powder for, 2021. We do want to see how the market evolves, or I should say, stabilizes, as there are a lot of unknowns right now. We are less focused on retail and hospitality. That's not a main focus for our funds. So we're really looking at residential, condo, or multifamily rentals, office, industrial. Those are our main asset classes.
1: Awesome. And I know you're very busy during quarantine, but Was there anything that you accomplished that may not necessarily be business-related or Northwind-related? Well,
2: first of all, I spent a lot of quality time with my kids.
1: (laughs) Of course. It's nice.
2: Which was very, I three kids, and it was, I think, one of the best times we had. Wow. We live in New Jersey, and, you know, the circumstances are not amazing, but the actual family time was very valuable.
1: Of course. And we have a lot of young listeners. So I think one question we would love to hear your answer for is what advice do you have for your younger self?
2: So I can only say what really worked well for me. And I think the best decision I made when I was starting my career while I was actually still in college is making the decision to work while I was learning and making the leap and being a personal assistant that evolved into a right hand of a person that I could learn from was probably the best decision I made, and I would strongly recommend anybody that, that's in the first phases of their career to try and find somebody, a mentor. They can come in, even if they work for free initially, mm-hmm. just being there next to them, hearing the calls, hearing the discussions, being there. And you
0: can learn a lot.
1: Of course. Internships are very interesting and important, I think, for anyone who's getting into any business, of course.
0: Yeah. yeah, well, it's more than that. It's also the fact that you're able to work your way up, You know, I assume, through very hard work to be the right-hand man, I think that's an advice I always give to students that I meet with is, you know, the main thing is that once you decide to start working on something, put in a tremendous amount of work so that you could be successful at it and work your way up as quickly as possible in that role. Otherwise, it's not even worth your time, right?
2: hundred percent. I think it's more than an internship. What I did was really, you know, I'm a driver slash secretary. Whatever you need, I'll do. But the goal initially is just being next to a number one guy as many hours of the day as you can. That's the best learning course.
0: Soaking it in. Yeah.
2: So I would say putting your ego aside and just being there for somebody like that can
1: take you a long way. Totally hear that. I love that. Rand, thank you so much for joining us today. It was a pleasure speaking to you and learning about Northwind. What is the best way for our listeners to get in touch with you?
2: Probably on email. We have the company email or they can send it to my personal email.
1: Great. We will share that information down below. Thank you again for joining us and stay safe.
0: Thank you, Rand. Great. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining us for this episode. We hope you learned something new. Tune in next week when we speak to another lender in the industry. And until then, take care. This was Bips, your peek into the lender landscape.
1: As Jay-Z says, you don't have to go home, but you got to get the hell out of here.
0: Kim, everyone's already home. Oh.